the Shadow Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me as always is my good friend Wink. Wink, what's going on, man? Dude, what's up? Um, I'm glad to see so, you are free of scratches. Your face looks unblemished. Yes. Yeah. I, um, uh, I'm, I'm hanging in there. It's been a... Uh, we, we, we have some very Star Wars related stories this week uh, to share. It's going to be great. It's going to be good. Um, okay, so you longtime podcast listeners may remember the raccoon story. The raccoon <laughs> story from, from our old guildmate Zath. Um, yeah, I can't remember what episode that was, but I feel always like been Drew a... said it was 81. Something, Something like, that. like that, yeah. It was a long time ago. Uh, it was back near like the uh, the chicken erotica days, <laughs> and <laughs> so it it came up late night uh, after somebody was doing some drinking, uh, where the red core <laughs> got called the raccoon raid, and somebody start the raccoon. <sighs> so funny, and the freak out was epic. I wish I'd screenshot it. You know what? I bet it's on our old server that I'm still in. I should go look it up. You, you now should, that there's you a search function. You should go check and see if it is and let's report back next week on that. I can search right now. All right. So, anyway. So, Raccoon Raid, right? Um, I have been doing a real-life Raccoon Raid, uh, and I'm not even joking. So, um <laughs> There are times I love my job. There are times where I hate my job. There have been times where I've had to leave mid-podcast because something at work just pops up. So I have one of those jobs. Last Saturday, approximately 7.30, get a text message. Somebody has what they describe as um, a sound coming from the attic that appears to be someone possibly army crawling in the attic. Uh, possibly a very large wild animal. So, uh, 7.30 at night, me and the soldier female, we jump in the Jeep, head out, go over there. I don't see anything. Crawl up in the attic, start shining flashlight around. I got a stick, pokey stick, just in case. Um, start crawling around there, and I'm like, I call the tenant and I'm like, hey, where'd you hear the sound at? She's like, well, it's kind of in the kitchen cabinet area. So I'm like, okay. So I go in there. I tell Sultry Female, I'm like, hey, go in there and start beating, like, you know, just kind of tap on the wall (laughs) above the cabinets. So she goes in there and I'm standing there just kind of looking around. And all of a sudden, I see this big ass raccoon pop out of this hole. And he's... He's pretty, like, he's a really good-sized raccoon. I was... He looked massive. Yeah. Uh, He filled that cage very well. He scared the living piss out of me, but I'm not sure who was more terrified at that moment, me or him, because not not really just fear, but just complete and total surprise. Uh, Yeah, a little trash panda, cute little trash panda, too. I'm going to pull up the picture. (laughs) (laughs) So I think I only sent you one picture. I have not sent you the second picture. Um, so I so that night we go. I we, I'll get home till like ten thirty or eleven. We go. We track down a trap. Go get some cat food. Litter it with cat food to try to get the little guy to go in there. 
Um, and then I also went uh, and shut up what I could in the attic, but there was a spot where you tore a vent off. So um, we leave for the night. Get called the next day that it sounds like it's super pissed and it might be in the thing. So, <laughs> um, oh, wait, no, 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 sorry. Next day on Sunday, you heard it go out. So I go and I lock the house up. I went and put a new van on. And so the damn thing can't get back in. So I'm like, great. This issue's taken care of. There's no way I'll be able to get the vent off. Um, Saturday, or sorry, not Saturday. This Now we're at Monday. It started Saturday night. Then Sunday, close it up. Then Monday, I get the call that it's freaking out in the attic and it might be in the cage. So I go over there and we do, in fact, have a raccoon in the cage. So... <laughs> wasn't really aggressive it was pretty chill but i get the little guy out take him out take him off let him out next day get the same text message was he back did he make his way all the way back it's a different one what the there's fuck? no i took it so far away there's no freaking way it's the same one so i go you sure you didn't jump again. in the back of your jeep i'm a hundred percent I go, I got another one, uh, trapped another freaking raccoon. This is tier two. Um, Joker, got it you captured. abducted her husband. <laughs> I abducted her husband. <laughs> got that one. Got him out. Took him to the same spot that the other one was at. So hopefully they found each other, dropped it off. Then this morning, I get a text message that there is another one. So what is in that raccoon nip? I don't, I have no freaking idea. So I am now on tier three of the raccoon raid (laughs) and I am hoping for the love of God that this is it. Yeah, that's nuts. (laughs) It just, oh man, it's been a week. Um, So yeah, it's a, it's been pretty crazy. I shared the little trash panda picture in our discord, discord.me slash shattered order. I will make sure to share the rest of the raccoon story in discord of course because how could you not be interested in the raccoon story <laughs> that's pretty awesome you know what i really I bet, really hate i think they just or, want ahead. you to take them home as pets maybe um <laughs> i actually hear that there was somebody in the city that lost a raccoon so very well could be i don't know a raccoon pet wow yes yeah apparently that's the thing uh oklahoma for you man um <laughs> So, uh, what you know, trash pandas are super cute. However, they're a little stinky, and they don't really groom that well. You know? Um, No, the grooming's rather disappointed. And I know many of you podcast listeners out there, your grooming's also probably not quite up to par. And let's just hope it's not at raccoon level. Let's hope it. Yeah, let's (laughs) definitely hope it's not raccoon level. But, um. COVID spring break right around the corner, and you know what that means, right? Spring break in your yeah. pants, right? <laughs> yeah. So Manscaped is, of course, here to ensure that the party in your pants never stops. Even Veronica Corning's was a no to this pants party. For everyone participating in pants party this spring break, we have our exclusive 20% off discount with free shipping using the code SOP at manscaped.com. 
sir. Yes, sir. Um, what what is that movie? I Anchorman. Anchorman. Thank you. Yes, I was trying to think of it. I, There's I mean, a party in, in, in my, my pants. pants. Do you want to go? It's a great movie. No, now, wrong. <laughs> you know, it might be more likely to get that pants party. No, it wasn't Ron that said it. It was a uh, brick, right? I, uh, uh, God, Chat will remember. correct us. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. Great movie. Love um, it. Yeah. So very important to level up your body grooming game. Um, what What is this perfect package 3.0, sir? Okay, so we keep talking about it, but we're going to keep talking about it because you need it. And that is the perfect package 3.0 because it comes with the lawnmower waterproof cordless body trimmer. Tons of other liquid formulations mm. that round out your grooming routine, including the crop cleanser body wash the crop reviver ball toner and the crop preserver ball deodorant Man. uh pretty awesome but that that's not it all those things are great to get you started as well but even right now limited time if you subscribe you get two free gifts as well which we've also talked about which is the uh the shed which is the travel bag that holds everything in as well as the patented high performance reduced chafing manscape boxers which we've also talked about are really really freaking nice so um yeah if you haven't checked them out go to manscape.com use the code sop for 20 percent off and free shipping because uh this stuff is great and you're gonna want it uh don't ruin any of the vibes for spring break or up the upcoming summer with some peaking pubes no coming out of your swimsuit yeah so that's 20 percent off and free shifting with the code sop at manscape.com that's 20% off and free shipping with the code SOP at manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. Yeah. Hey, boys. It's your favorite time of the day. The time where we all pop our tops off and relax. Very weird that I can't hear the soundboard. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know what sort court. of tech issues we're we're having, but um, dude, you just let me know when you want the thing. Um, let let's do this. Uh, we we have a cheers, and uh, I I, I need ready. <laughs> uh, I need some. Well, go ahead and put it up and let everybody know what we're talking about here. Or at least those watching. Um, <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. There everybody. we go. Can you see it? Cheers. Cheers um, to you, my friend. Uh, yeah. Uh, got a Padawan joining uh, joining the crew around here. There'll be a little wink soon, huh? Yes. Um, crazy. Bro. Whoa. It's nuts. So when, I, it, I swear to God, when you sent me this picture earlier, I thought to myself, oh, that's cute. Probably something he found on like, you know, one of those websites that just post pictures. And then, I, and then I'm like, wait, it could actually be true. Is it true? <laughs> oh, my God. This is crazy. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very crazy. So. And how long um, have you known? Uh, we've known for a couple. Well, we've known for a few weeks um we just went to the doctor this week to do the ultrasound and all that sort of stuff so we got to see the little thing um 
Mythos <laughs> says October 28th would be perfect. Um, actually, due date is scheduled for October 24th. Um, so very close, actually. That is pretty close. Um, yeah, so... Uh, Three of my kids have October birthdays as well. Do you the remember 12th. when we had the the 12th? Yeah, oh, so nice. it'll be right just past it in a couple weeks. Uh, you remember when we had the snowstorm? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was actually when we thought um, thought that might be the case, and uh, so we've had a suspicion for a while. But um, yeah, um, Drew, that is most certainly true. Um, I, <laughs> I, honest to God, my wife never got pregnant uh, when I did not manscape. Um, it's I think it was the <laughs> manscaping that. Uh, just that ball toner really works. It it does. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you. Hey, they say uh, trimming the shrubbery makes the trees look taller. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, these things, you know, just saying. Well, awesome, man! Congratulations. Well, thank you. So, here's a question: yeah. What do you? What do you? I don't know if you want to say. Do you have a preference? Do you want a boy or a girl? Um, I don't know. I, so I don't really have, okay, let me say, I, I've never really had that strong of a preference. However, um, there's all this woo woo stuff that, you know, like, uh, heart rate, like high heart rate means it might be a girl or low heart rate means it might be a boy. I don't know if any of that crap's true, (laughs) but let's just say that the wife has a strong suspicion of it going one way. And that has made me feel like I do kind of hope that we end up with a boy. Um, (laughs) But I don't really have strong feelings either way. Right. So awesome, man. Well, so we'll forward to finding out. (laughs) Yes. Yes. What are you, what are you celebrating Um, with? What are you drinking? Well, I am celebrating with uh, a a Death Star ice cube, of course, because I must, along with a glass of Woodford Reserve. Uh, wanted to nice. wanted to go the bourbon route tonight, and uh, gotta say, pretty tasty stuff. Show us that ice ball again. We gotta see it. Yeah, yeah check this guy out. Look at that Death Star. Yeah, it looks like it's already been blown up (laughs) in parts. Yeah, I was gonna say this is at this point Death Star 2.0. So, yeah, Star Killer base got a big old uh, ring in the middle. (laughs) I, yeah, Yeah, that's actually kind of what it looks like. This is a weekly recurring segment these days. So, Kirkland, if you're listening, (laughs) I knew it. I swear to God, I will pimp your products Uh, all day long. But I'm drinking Kirkland uh, hard seltzer because I'm a bougie bitch. So, I like it. Nothing. So my, nothing I got the uh, I got an overabundance of black cherry that I didn't drink, so I'm drinking them now. Even though the black cherry one is the closest to um, Dimatap. I don't know how many of you out there remember Dimatap, but this is the exact flavor. Was that a medicine? It was. I think it was a cough medicine. It was okay, my parents yeah. always told me it was grape, 
but I would always have to chase it with water really quickly or I would throw it back up. But at least this version gets me drunk. (laughs) Hey, nothing wrong with that. Cool. So yeah, Kirkland, I love your products. (laughs) Very delicious. They definitely don't make me throw up. (laughs) Well, that is good. All right. Let's uh, let's move along to some actual swaga. Let's do it. Hey guys, what did you do in swaga this week? Hmm. Want me to go first? I think I, fi- I think I figured out why I cannot hear. Oh. <laughs> I should be able to now. There we go. Um. Dude, uh, do what? I said, go ahead. Tell us about your week. All right. What a hell of a week in Swigga. I got my IG-11 finished up uh, all the way up to Relic Numero Trace. Um, so he's he's pretty beefy. Uh, let's see. Let's, I'll go tell you guys how I modded this cat. Um, actually, do you have my game that you could bring up? I do. like I can actually kind of show people because right, we're going to be doing some mod slicing. So I figured I might as well show you. So I've got him uh, modded with uh, one one health set, two defense sets, a crit avoidance arrow, a decent amount of speed. Um, he's got a defense triangle and then uh, two health primaries. Um. I went primarily looking for secondary defense and speed. He is pretty pretty hefty on the defense. Um, he's at 89,000 health, uh, 59,000 protection, 256 speed, and then 71.9% armor. So he is pretty beefy. Yeah. Um, you know, my intentions is to use him with the best Garmando and Ness primarily. Um, he's very difficult to kill, um, you know, just with with the lead. And then he has the counterattacks and the protection recovery and everything that he does. Uh, that should be a really solid squad for 3v3. And then I will also be setting it in uh, this next T-dub. So that will be kind of exciting. I'll let you guys know how that goes. Hopefully it goes well because I've spent a lot of resources on this stupid squad. Um, speaking of... When does that the best Gar Mando. Do what? Tomorrow? Decide uh, for that. Yeah, I think so. Tomorrow I don't think we're in signups yet, so tomorrow would make sense. Gotcha. Um, best Gar Mando, I am also working on. I'm trying to get him to Relic 5, maybe Relic 6, because I am definitely going hard after the Razor Crest. Um, might be a month or two before I can get it, but I am buying shards every single time they pop up. Um, I've got him modded pretty heavily for protection and offense. Uh, so hopefully he will pair nicely with uh, with my IG-11. I'm an IG-11, I think, are actually the same speed, ironically. 254. Is that is that what IG-11 was? 254? Let's see. 256. IG-11 slightly faster. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did that, and then I also got my Sith Eternal Emperor uh, to Relic 7. I am working on the ultimate mats. I've got him modded, put some decent mods on him. Not like the best mods, but um, he is 
517 speed, 136k health. Um, I don't really have much extra damage on him. I figure he will get that from his ultimate. I just need him to, you know, survive until then. Um, I have seven ultimate mats. I am really close to having eight. I'm, you know, I might have his ultimate finished by probably Monday. Um, hopefully, Sorry. hopefully be Very ready close. in time for the 3v3. Um, yeah, so you want goal. the start to be pushed back a little bit. Uh, the then start of not the being yesterday or tomorrow. Yeah. That way you can yeah. get that ultimate going. Yeah, not that big of a... I'd be more worried if it was uh, Grand Arena, but with the BNT dub, I'm not quite as worried. Um, yeah. Makes sense. Well, uh, that that pretty much covers my week. I don't think I did anything else. Um, nothing else noteworthy, at least. Nothing else noteworthy, at least. Yeah, well, so... Okay, noteworthy for me, first off, for everybody out there wondering why there's not been another Squidfall video. I am sad to let you know, (laughs) I have not played that account all week. Uh, I've realized exactly why I don't have an alt account. And as fun as it was to relearn the new player experience, the time investment involved is just not something that uh, I have in me right now. So Squidfall, you were fun while you lasted. I do, I I think final thoughts on First Order is it's probably viable, but Arena, it's not great. And on top of that, you get more go, still going for, for Phoenix because of uh, uh, Palpatine and Thrawn. So you're already off to a good start for Arena and for uh, Fleet Arena. Now, granted, you do get cruise ship from farming crew if you go first order, which is a very good ship to have. But, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, there, it's, it's still probably better to have Chimera than it is to have uh, the TIE Silencer. So my final so- thoughts are it's it's the whole new... The whole new player experience is different than when we started. And the fact that you can... uh, So I had... I played for four weeks, so a month. I had First Order Stormtrooper already about 30 shards from seven stars. That's a hard node farm. Those double drops on shards are massive. uh, With the legend, with the characters. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Huge. Okay. I I almost had uh, Stormtrooper there. I had... uh, I had Newt, I had Phasma, I had Crew, I had one other person, all seven stars. Oh, First Order Officer. All seven stars that quickly because of the fact that the amount of shards you get is doubled for your currency and for your farming. So That's awesome. Uh, Takeaway from that, at the very least, is A, the journey guide's awesome for new players, and the, the when they added those double shards, it's huge for catch-up. So well done, CG. Uh, not in my cards to continue playing an alt, but I am glad I did to find out kind of what that new player experience is because it is very, uh, very good. Much better than it used to be. So, uh, Very nice. So um, you could say that the squid has fallen. The squid has fallen. It has hit the ground places. and died and it's not coming back. 
So very sad. <laughs> um, on the main account, however, I I just got um, R two D two to Relic seven. I started working on those Relic uh, requirements for JML on the characters I do have to gear thirteen while still gearing other characters. Um, I got old Ben to gear thirteen. Uh, Mon Mothma is just a. I always say a ball hair away. Mon Mothma's a ball hair away from uh, Gear 13. So <laughs> she is almost there. Um, RJT, uh, I'm having the same freaking problem over and over. I started working on RJT with regular okay. current, with regular energy because Mon Mothma only needs fleet energy uh, gear pieces right now. RJT only needs two pieces now, and both of them only need fleet energy pieces. So I'm buying from the store when I look uh, while still working on my Mothma, and now I've moved on to Princess Leia, who I got from gear uh, 10 to gear 12. Uh, gear Leia here in the next like two or three days should be to the point where she's only fleet currency nice. or fleet energy, and then I'll have to work towards Biggs and Wedge. But once I get those five done, uh, I will have everyone reliced, well, at least gear 13 for Jedi Master Luke Skywalker. So I'll just need the relic levels, and then I can start uh, getting Jedi Master Luke Skywalker. So that should, in a perfect world, I believe I should start farming Jedi Master Luke Skywalker shards in three weeks at the most. Hell yeah. Because I'm plowing through one That's to awesome. two of these characters a week just on fleet energy farms. So... If I can get two this week, two next week, uh, and one the next, I can start farming Jedi Master Luke Skywalker and finally get that second uh, Galactic Legend. So, Hell yeah, that'll, that'll be, be baller. That'll be great. Uh, I like it. That's about it as far as things go. I got Moff Gideon to six star. I still got to... I still have 95 shards left to get her, for him, but the problem... I'm encountering right now is as I've started getting those relic uh, levels up for my um, Jedi Master Luke Skywalker farm. Mm -hmm. The 500 relic materials that I had saved up of each type are going very quickly. Oh, yeah. So if I don't switch off Moff Gideon or finish him soon, I'm going to have to delay my uh, Galactic Legend unlock because of not having relic material. So yeah, I got to figure that out real quick. Yeah. Might want to calculate that out and kind of see where you're at. Cause that's probably more important than Gideon right now. Yeah, no doubt. So we'll see what happens. I got to do some maths or maybe I'll make you do it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I like the maths, man. I know. And mm-hmm. I, if I did it, I might be a week off. So, <laughs> Hey, you'd be pretty good if you're only a week off. Just saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. <No. laughs> um, got cool. Um, yeah, that's my week. But I got a, I got a, I got a mod I want to a slice too. So. so that that's the only other thing I had to mention is um, with this conquest ending with these galactic challenges, I am sitting on so much mod slicing material. <laughs> uh, need to get it burned out, man. Yeah, so, let's burn it. I know you don't want to wait till next week. <laughs> no, not, hell no. I you can't, can't do wait it like me. Next week. <laughs> um, 
Who's going first? Uh, you go ahead. You're on the screen. All right, I'm on the screen. Let's do this. So, I've I know where I'm starting. Um, there's a mod that I got today that is baller. It is a offense offense set, offense primary with secondary speed. Um, check this bad boy out. Percent health and percent defense of secondaries with 20 speed on four hits. It can get a little better. Nice. So let's see what happens. All right. We get a hit on defense. Takes me to 6.3% defense. Is that a normal defense number? That seems massive. Ah, Damn it. They get pretty big whenever you get sliced up. All right. Second hit went to flat health. Lame. There we go. We got a speed hit. 24 speed. I like it. That's uh, not too shabby. I like it. uh, Which one are you hoping to hit for here? Some health or defense? Um, I don't think I'm going to go any further. I think I'm pretty happy with that. Um, Maybe at some other point I will slice it a bit further. But I know there were a couple other mods... Um, so I'm going to sort by health and kind of start going, or sorry, sort by speed and start going through these mods and find ones that have high speed with, you know, likely only four hits. Um, because I'm trying to finish off some of these mods. I, there was somebody, okay, this is one that needs one more hit. This, uh, this health primary I have on General Anakin Skywalker. Uh, it's crit damage set, health primary. It's got 22 secondary speed, uh, 7.3% defense with some crit chance and potency. So let's go ahead and finish this one off. This will this will be the final slice for this mod. And defense. What is that, 2.85%? Increase, yeah. he's uh, That mod now has 10.16% secondary defense. And on Joe Anakin Skywalker, I'm pretty happy with that because I use him a lot of different ways. That's a pretty solid mod. I obviously would have preferred a health hit, but here we are. Um, Yeah, I can't slice that one any further. Um, Yeah, some of these mods can't go any further. That's a pretty good mod. Well, I can't slice any more of these uh, purple mods because I don't have the slicing material. Yeah, that... that, that what is it? Uh, going to purple and going to orange or yellow. Yeah. Those ones go quick. Yes, they do. Make good choices um, I, on those. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be very particular about them. Um, hmm, I'm really not seeing anything here that I am falling in love with. Uh, that's a pretty good mod. Not a bad option on General Anakin Skywalker. Um, Let's see. I am just sorting through here. I literally just sort all of these by speed and then start going through finding mods with high speed um, that have a couple secondaries I like and start slicing them, try to get a little bit more speed. I think there was a mod I have that has like 15 speed, three hits, something like that, maybe 16 speed, um, that I was really itching to slice up. That is actually what I am looking for. 
Yeah, those are all the good ones. Ooh, look at that mod. What do you got there? 18, 18 speed, speed on three on hits? Three. I mean, I that, that one we've got to do. All right. Defense. We got that two stupid bug going on where you can't see the stuff. All right. Let's slice it up and see what happens. And speed All right. three. Speed three. It speed, Not bad. But it, well, it's over 20, so can't be too Yeah, bad. that's true. Um, mm. All right. We'll hit it again. Defense, Defense hit. 3.5% off. And a flat defense. Yeek. That could have been better. That could have been better. If that better. first speed hit had been like a five, it would be really nice. Yeah, no kidding. Um, it's always always a little disappointing when uh, you get an underwhelming speed hit. The lowest speed hit you can get. Yeah. Could have been on worse, a, too. Well, yeah. You know, and that was one of those true. mods that could have been perfect, too. Um, let's see. Still 18 is the highest you can get on three, right? No, technically, you can have 19 because you have a mod that starts at six. Um, and then they can increase by six each time. And then the slice from five to six. So you could actually get to 19. Uh, so 31 is technically the highest secondary speed you can get. Albeit quite unlikely. That is, uh, that would be like the god of Ooh. all mods because. Okay, so I have this mod on Darth Revan. Oh, it's got. That's a good looking one. That's a really good mod. Um, oof. Three and a half okay. crit chance. What did that say? Um, yeah, that's not what I meant to do. Uh, I'm adding mod. Let's sort through mods that have secondary offense also. Um, where was. I know that Revan one's on here somewhere. I don't see it. I did a filter. Um... <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um... Oh, this, this is the mod I was wanting to do. All right. I got this mod on Han. Protection mm -hmm. primary, health set. Uh, three hits at 16 speed. Three hits at 4.1% secondary offense. This is obviously a fabulous mod for Han. Yeah, that could be so, nasty. Yeah, let's let's see what happens. And of course, potency hits. What does potency do anything for him? Uh, the stun and turn meter reduction turn meter helps reduction? a little bit. Not Isn't not what I was wanting. Over 50%? No, it's not guaranteed. So I mean, it's okay. It's not great. That's fine. Oh, well. Well, I'm out of mod slicing material. Drew, it's say my name, say my name. When no one is around you, say how much. Wait, no. When no one is around you. Da, 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 da. Now I can't remember it. Never mind. Say, baby, I love you. Isn't that what it is? It's... Yeah, I think that's it. You're right. Here we go. Isn't that TLC? Just quoting TLC. I have no idea. I've heard the song, but I don't know. Destiny's Child? I don't know. Just uh, quoting that on the podcast for whatever reason. <laughs> Yay. I got three mods picked out. Okay, three mods. All right. All right. Let me I'm get, very bring excited. up my game. All right, let me bring up your game also. So I've got the first one up right here. 
It's from B1. It is a triangle. It is an offense triangle. Uh, health primary, uh, primary stats offense. Two hits on health, 3.5%. Doesn't really matter for B1, but if it, this hits right, it could be moved off of him very easily. Okay. Uh, three hits for 16 speed, as well as it has flat protection. Ew. I mean, not ew, but doesn't matter for him. And then 3.48% defense also doesn't well, actually, matter Actually, the only thing that matters for him is the speed. Yeah, um, exactly. But, you know, if it ever moves And the offense of isn't going to hit. Well, it needs to move off him, obviously, with those secondaries. But I like the mod as a slicing Maybe. option. Right. If I can okay. find something else. So let's see what happens here. All right. We got hey, a four hit on there speed. There we go. I like it. See what we get for the next one. Some 3% Disappointment. Defense. Yeah. All right. All right. One last one here. More defense. Even More defense. Low, low percentage. Ugh. 2%. Come on. Darn. All right. The other one I want is actually on um, Jerry. It will need to be moved it's off of Jerry. Jerry. No but, kidding. Uh, it's on Jerry, and I like it. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of who I want to put it on after I move it. After Maybe you can give awesome. me some tips. It is a crit chance triangle. Offense. Crit chance triangle. Alright, so here it is. Mm. It is crit I'm... chance triangle. Six it's got percentage, percentage health, percentage speed. offense, and 16 speed on three hits. Plus I don't offense. know who else I would put it on, though. That's the problem with... So... Keep that one in your mind because the only other one I was thinking of is on Shakti. And let's see. It is this diamond, I believe. Yeah, so four That's hits at 20. Uh, two hits on offense for 1%, which is kind of low for two hits, but it's good. Um, and then it also has percent crit chance. So that's probably a more usable mod right now than the that mod will that well that mod will always be usable like there will I mean you can always put that on a character all right so we'll make it gold we got another speed so now we're at four hits 21 speed all right see what happens let's do this we got two chances protection and one stat I want this is my last mod slice of the night. Oh, come on. Offense, 1.2%. Hey, that's not bad. That's not it. bad. We'll come back uh, to this mod when we get more material because... Yep. I mean, that's a, that, that's a great mod. to be 27 speed at the highest yep. there, so... Yep. Good one to come back. I mean, 21 speed with, what was it, 4.4% secondary offense? It's freaking fantastic. I mean, yeah. yeah. that's... That's solid. Not to mention I can slice that, what, twice, two more times? So there's still a chance to get more offense? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like it. Cool. Mod slicing is fun. I don't know it if it's that great. It most certainly is. If it's boring to listen to on the podcast, please somebody say something. But it is a lot of fun to do on the stream. So I know the stream enjoys it. If you're not digging it on the podcast, let us know. Because no one said anything. So it seems like you guys are cool with it. 
might like listening to uh, our luck, but let us And know. If, if we need to tell you a little bit more about kind of what we're doing as we're going through, let, let us know. I try to kind of yeah. talk about my thought process on why I'm looking for the mod. Uh, mm-hmm. If I'm not doing that well, let me know. Yeah, I feel like this is... We had that segment when these new mod slicing materials came up on what to look for for slicing. Right. I feel like week in and week out, if, if we're given the details uh, of what we're thinking while we do it, it can be helpful as kind yep. of like a, a beat it into your brain thing on a weekly occurrence. Absolutely. So. Very important stuff. I mean, you definitely need good mods in this game. Uh, oh, it's yeah. crucial. So, um, yeah. Turns bad teams into good teams, or media regular teams into supercharged teams because oh, yes, pl- that's another thing of playing uh, the alt account. When I unlocked mods, even though they were one and two star, and even when I started unlocking the three and four star mods, the things it mm-hmm. did to the team compared to just the normal stats on characters is ridiculous. And if you can mod oh, yeah. the way you want on characters, totally changes the game. So, yep, no doubt about it. That's why mods are so much fun. Absolutely. Or it's one of the many reasons why mods are so much fun. Yep. So, yeah. Um, all right. You ready to move on to this next thing? Let's do it. Strong with us. This update is Young Padawans. Is that coming through your speakers? Because I heard it yeah, twice. Yeah, I thought I had the audio issue fixed, but apparently not. <laughs> I'm just going to have to mute it and not listen to the uh, listen to the things the rest of the night because... Um, huh. Weird. Yeah, that's, that's me not knowing how to use my computer. So... <laughs> Um, um, did you happen to take a screenshot of your first uh, conquest reward crate? I don't remember if I did or not. I did, and I can bring it up on the stream to talk about mine. I'm just curious what you what was in yours comparatively to mine. I didn't get the last crate. I decided to skip that and stay with the extra gear crate, um, to which I looked at the gear I got from the crate and wondered why I did that. Um, but Okay, I did. If you can send them to me, I'll bring them up on the stream, and then we can compare between the two of us. But for everybody looking, uh, okay. you can see mine on the screen right now. Uh, so that's the crate before the last crate, the one where you got an extra Gear 12 uh, box. Um you know, 16 Razor Crest shards, 15, 15 relic, not relic. What is that stuff? Relic salvage? Is that the stuff you get in the cantina? It's not relic salvage. It's uh, signal data. Yes. 15 signal data, a couple pieces of relic salvage. Um, take all of that. But the problem was with what I got as far as gear. I didn't think that it was going to be this low. Uh, I got 25 of one of the Gear 12 pieces. Or right. not Gear 12. Gear 12 finishers. Is it finisher? Yes. Yes, Gear 12 finishers. A uh, couple of the pieces for the Gear 12 Plus pieces and some Mark V droid collars, which, you know, 
are needed for everything. So that's good. I don't have an issue with, with pieces I got so much as only getting four total pieces. I don't know. It was odd. Uh, 1.2 million. Good amount of GP. 10 uh, Omegas, 5 Zetas, and then some slicing material. Baller. I like it. Uh, now, uh, now that was the first... That was the screwed up rewards. We ended up getting more gear later because they only sent out part of the boxes. Yeah, I wished I'd screenshot the second version because I didn't. I didn't say my... <laughs> I didn't screenshot my second set of gear either, so... Um, you are not the only idiot who forgot that. Um, so, so I ended up getting the top box. So, of course, I got the 20 Razor Crest shards. I got 10 of the green signal data, 20 of the blue signal data, um, some of the other uh, relic material. I got uh, 25 of the flashlights. I got uh, 15 traffic signals, uh, 15... I mean, I don't know what else to call them besides... Um, Breastplates. I was going to say <laughs> uh, uh, Slave Leia bikini tops. Oh, um, same thing. Same thing. Uh, and then 15 stun cuffs, which are nice. And then the credits, Omega Zetas, uh, and then the mod slicing material. And then the other gear that I ended up getting later wasn't particularly great. It was fine. It was stuff I could use eventually, but... Nothing that made me necessarily jump for joy. Um, honestly, the best part of these rewards for me was the signal data, the razor crest, and mod slicing material. Um, yeah, you had a good chunk of that stuff. I mean, both of us did. Yeah. Like, enough to do a, like two or three mods on the stream this week, so... Um, pretty well, I got... Yeah, uh, uh, in the final box, I mean, I got 50 of the salvage. So, you know, that's five slices on mods, which is fantastic. Um, yep. You know, five extra slices, you know, it's going to be per month because that's how often it's going to run, which will be nice. Um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the rewards. I think they're pretty good. Um, I don't necessarily think they're amazing. I like what I get, um, you know, and the the hard, uh, you know, the hard crate, you know, has even, you know, better stuff in it. The so here's the thing: I I am going to assume that I am going to get the final reward crate on the what should we call it? Um, the hard on the hard tier. Um. So as I look at that, I you get the 44 Razor Crest shards, you get 10 of each signal data, you get 10 of the arrow magnifiers, which is the Relic 8 material, but then you get 5 Zenbiddle cards. I don't get any of the other Relic 8 material that I need. I wish they were giving me some of the stuff for the other some of the other stuff in there because I still have to come up with salvage for that. Like these arrow magnifiers from the raid, I have plenty of. It's yeah, the other stuff that I just don't have. That is um, the one, that is the linchpin to, for Relic 8 because there's not a place to get it right now, right? You have to make right. the gear 12 pieces or 12 plus pieces to to get those. And right. 
you know, if you're trying to level up teams to get them to gear 13 and relic, you don't have that stuff just laying around. I don't. I haven't relicked anyone, and I have, I mean, let me see. I have 42 pieces of arrow magnifier right now. Yeah. 40, yeah, 42. So I have, I have 49. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I, I want to use them, but I'm not getting the other stuff that I desperately need. The, um, what are they? They are the impulse detectors. Like, it's, it, it takes, um, bayonet, med pack, or multi tool. Um, that's Literally the salvage the material to, get to try to give away for something like that. Yeah, like, and it doesn't I mean, take I, just one. Doesn't it take two to get to Relic Egg? Not just the one? Uh, let's see. I can't remember what the salvage material is on those. Um. Yeah. So basically, every ten pieces gives you one. Um. Yeah. Basically, every ten pieces gives you one, and you need ten. So you need a hundred salvage. Yeah. Which is if you were buying, if you're making the full pieces, that's right. is a hundred of them. Oh, you or need twenty pieces. You need two hundred salvage. So, yeah, two hundred salvage of med pack, multi tool, or bayonets in order to take someone up. Like I, I wish they were giving those out. So they're giving out the Zen Biddle cards, um, but they're not giving out these impulse detectors. It would be nice if they would kick in five of the impulse detectors too. So you're getting a little bit of everything from these boxes um, to. So that no matter what, you can eventually get one sliced or get someone to Relic 8. That's, but they're not. I, so that's the way I play the game, right? Most of the time, things like that, I let it happen organically while still working on the things that I want to. And when I get to the point where I can do that by earning it through rewards for game modes that I play, that's how I like to do things. But Relic 8, so far, there's no way for me to do that. You know what I mean? Because right. there's no way to earn that piece unless I'm literally doing the farm for that piece. I like to do things. I like to. I'm a terrible multitasker, but if the multitask that I'm doing as the side to gearing characters happens organically through just through playing the game, that's how I like to play the game. And Relic Eight is not one of those things that can happen that way, and it's kind of disappointing. Yep. yep. So I totally agree, and it does. It makes a considerable difference. On your characters, I mean, I, oh, yeah. I absolutely, I mean, I love getting characters to relegate because those those stat boosts are amazing, and you know, I'd like to take like General Kenobi or Jedi Knight Anakin. Um, some of these characters I still use a ton that are really good, but also pilots because there are stat increases for the pilots there. Mm -hmm. I would love to start getting some of them up. You know, General Kenobi might be my next increase um, just because that would make my fleet defense that much more difficult. I just, man, I cannot salvage the extra crap to do it. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm just not sure that the return on investment's there. Um, so it's kind of tough. Jedi Knight Anakin's another one that you know, he, the dude's just a freaking hoss and, uh, <laughs> you know, he's dangerous as hell. And, uh, you know, I want to, 
I want to get him sliced up too. Um, you say that, and every time, I, every time you say that, I think of Grand Arena when we're like fighting a Padme team. Got to get rid of oh, that yeah. guy. We just yeah. gotta get rid of him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he's a nuclear bomb. Um, it's freaking crazy. Like he just he can nuke people, and I would love to see him at Relicade. I mean, you know, because he gets damage from his strength growth he gets more damage from his mastery um more damage penetration more health to make him more survival harder to kill all like he like getting him to relic a will absolutely amplify my padme team Mm -hmm. um and it's just just can't do it man so weird weird and obnoxious but you know i'm uh i'm not going I feel like there's a good mix right now of criticism and enough uh is praise the word? I don't know. Enough good things going on to go around to kind of even things out. So Dude, I'm pretty happy that. with the state of the game right now. Like I, I really don't have many complaints. I think um no. No, I do think that some of these issues that we're talking about right now are kind of my biggest complaints as far as, you know, just um you know, would be nice to have some of these things set up to where you do get a just make it a little bit easier to get some of these characters more relic up and get some of your best characters even better. Um, well, my biggest, I would say my biggest, my hope and belief right now, because of the way that the new relic salvage has rolled out, it was very scarce at the beginning. Um, but now they've moved to the Galactic Challenges, uh, you know, on three-day oh, yeah. increments. There's a lot of Relic Salvage to go around there. Yep. Um, Conquest gives you a large chunk if you put the work in to get one of the best boxes. Or if you're in hard node and you're able to get some of the uh, lower boxes even, um, you get a lot more Relic Salvage. So Relic Salvage itself is not Relic Salvage. Mod slicing material is what I'm talking about. Sorry. So when mod slicing material came out, it felt like you were never going to get enough to slice a mod, except maybe once every two months. And now at the point, right. the state the game is in with mod slicing materials, it's way better than it was. Maybe I'm not be in the, the perfect spot, but it is in a good spot, and I'm at least happy with where it's wound up so far. And that's what makes me think agree. with the relics that um, with the year's not even quarter over yet so who knows what else is coming this year and then on top of that these uh these relic eight is fairly new right so let's see what happens in the rest yes. of this year with what they introduce which i'm sure will have the relic eight stuff as rewards and see how more much more easier that becomes i bet that i bet that piece we're complaining about shows up somewhere right I mean, I don't think it's always I, I going think to be. It will. Yeah, so. I, I agree. I, 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 I still think that we're going to be getting something else to upgrade characters. Um, I kind of think that's the next thing coming. Vehicles? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. I mean, like a new type of relic material. I've kind of talked about this. You know, I talked about this previously. I still, I don't know why I think this. 
but I think they are going to do something to increase the speed of any character. I think it's going to be a relic type material. There will be some sort of upgrade you can do to characters uh, that starts adding speed. Um, Joker says level 90. I don't think we're going to see a level 90. I don't think they're going to go there. Um, but I do think they're going to add something to characters and you know, maybe for each tier it adds five speed or something like that, along with a couple other stats. Um, I've got two you ideas know... based off what you're saying. Okay. What? And one of them is one I've never, I've said I would never be on board with. But that is, that is what Joker said. Level 90. And here's the reason for that. Most of the time when you introduce a new uh, level, they introduce new uh playable levels right remember when they added the new levels in cantina and they were really freaking hard at the time was it cantina i think it was cantina mm-hmm. and that was when level 85 came out i believe okay. um if level 90 came out we'd get more levels and maybe the rewards for those levels if they made them that hard would have some of the stuff that we really want on it you know what i mean like maybe you stop farming gear if you wanted to for that for the you know relic salvage or something like that which would make it a hard decision because now you've got to choose between relic salvage and uh gear but with level 90 would bring harder levels and a different a whole new place they could add rewards and a lot of the times uh they'd have harder levels for new characters to drop in hard nodes which i'm sure they'd love i don't think that i would love it but i mean I'm thinking like a developer here. That's something that could happen. Level 90 would make sense to me only for that reason. They've said they don't plan on doing it, uh, but you they've said that about a lot of things um, and the years. It's been know. a long time since they, they said that, though. That was like, like it ha- what's it been, like years. two, three years since yeah. they leveled? I mean, that 85 was in the within the first year and a half of the game. So, so I mean, I could definitely see that changing. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Mm-hmm. Um I just think we're at a point that there's not enough credits coming in in order to justify being able to start leveling up characters. There would have to be a significant change in credit output. And I think they kind of like the balance that that they've got right now between buying mods, being able to adjust characters, mods, all that sort of stuff. Throwing in more levels just really screws with the... um, what do you i guess the balance and the force of you know the uh the currency in the game as far as how you get it and how you spend it and stuff and that's that's the reason i see the next upgrade being something entirely new kind of like relics it's i think it's that was point two i had on what you said is if if the so oh, you got all these cool relics, right? Everyone's got their, their blaster or, you know, whatever yep. their relic is. Mm-hmm. And then you just unlock it. And then the next thing you're doing is just adding levels to it. Mm-hmm. What if there was slots like gear has in once you hit relic where it was something that you were uh, slotting into your relic item that was a stat modification? It's not a mod. But it's like a mod, basically. I don't know if I'd like that or love it, but it is another way that they could, uh, because right now with Gear 13, what, 
the the screens are just blank now, which is yeah. kind of weird. You would think there'd be some slots in there still. I mean, that would be kind of cool. Like, I wouldn't mind seeing something where you can adjust stats of a character. You know, picture this. Um, what is it like the like the chroma adjuster on like a picture setting? You know, like where you have the thing and you can move like your point around to different spots. And depending on where you go or how far you go in that direction, it pulls the other stats maybe towards that or away from it or whatever. Yeah, so um, let's say if... if speed was on the opposite side of offense. And if you pull right. it towards offense, or offense, you lose speed. You pull it towards speed, you're losing your offense. If you pull it up towards, you know, health and speed, you're taking away from offense and crit damage or something like that. I see right. what you're saying, which that would be... <laughs> That would be really interesting. It'd be really cool to have a, you know, something that where you're giving something up in exchange for something because right now, you, you know how there's... much better that would be. There would still be mods, obviously, so you'd still probably be flipping mods around. But you know how much better that is than remodding all the time if you can just go into the character and smooth the slider around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and think about this: you could have a ring. That's like seven different levels, right? And for like each one is a new level you unlock. So you can move a slider towards speed. And then once you unlock level two, you could either move it two sliders towards speed or one slider towards speed and one towards health or something like that and kind of adjust the way that you want your character. And it would kind of, you know, it is kind of similar to mods, but it would also be something that you could, um, you know, it would cost something to move the slider. You would have something where there's some sort of fee in order to buy in to get the next, unlock the next level of slider. But it would be cool to just be able to go in there and kind of play with characters around and find this nice little balance um, that kind of works with your mods too. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know if that would work well, but... I, you know, I just see them doing something, something else to start, um, start improving these characters rather than just throwing another relic level at it. Um, which I think they will do. I mean, I think we're going to see more relic levels. I'm not saying we're not, but I, I think that we will get to a point where there you'll have to be doing something else in order to make these characters kind of interesting and a little bit different and make a way to where you sacrifice something. I think I, I just, I love that idea. So yeah, if they never added any more relics or this type of thing, where once you're at the top relic level, now you've got another thing to do the game for the highest level. Those people that are always right at there at the edge they would never have anything to do in the game unless a marquee right. character came out. And then it's just oh, playing. So, Dude, they've already got it. Oh. Data cards. Oh. If you did what if similar data that, cards of Conquest is just a test for data cards on characters or teams? That'd be interesting. 
like a data card that you could uh because that kind of every time you let's say about. let's say maybe it's not a character thing but something every time you enter a battle you've got a list of the cards you've unlocked and you can pick one for that battle yeah instead of having to have one uh put on every single character i don't know that could be interesting i yeah. love data cards how do you, how are I, I you feeling too. about uh, hard node uh, hard mode conquest? I I love it. It's it's really enjoyable. So right now I am at. So I am conquest. I I am at the beginning of sector three. I've not done anything in sector three yet, but I have completed sector two and sector one. Um, I've got fifty five out of sixty six key cards in sector one. 53 out of 66 in sector two and zero out of sector three um i'm slowly working on all the feats uh trying to get those knocked out as i go along um so i hate to hate to say it but this week at work was literal hell um so, so when this done nothing no i haven't done nothing but i mean there were a lot of times where i maxed out energy and i didn't i couldn't get to the game for six hours because of work and so six hours of energy wasted basically um right but i've almost maxed out sector one i'm at 63 out of 66 and i have three out of 66 on sector two um i made sure to finish all the feats in sector one uh i only have one more okay. feat to do in uh sector one on the last boss to completely have finished sector one i kind of just figured i'm like what I'm doing right now and the way this week's going, I'm just going to try to finish off sector one uh, and get that first box and then go into sector two and see what happens. So I'm about, I'm on the, my second note into sector two now. Um, I'm at a hundred energy right now. So after the podcast, I'm going to go back in there, but yeah, I finished sector one, basically minus three key cards working on sector two now, but I could be much further, obviously, nice. but that's where I'm at now. And I feel pretty good because every battle I did in Sector 1 was not bad, you know? I kind of thought going into the hard node that it would that Sector 1 would just kick my butt. And I go into Sector 2 and just have no shot. I went into Sector 2 with a team that was all at 70% stamina and pretty much one shot almost everything because data cards are amazing. I think my first Data note in Sector Tood was a Django-led bounty hunter team with Mando, Mando, Imbo, uh, Bosk, and Boba Fett. So I think I used uh, Rebels at 70% stamina against that, and they just kind of wiped the floor. So I'm gonna be, Okay, nice. let's talk about something else here. Okay. How diverse have you been with the teams you've been using on this, if it's not a four feet? Um, so I have been working very heavily on the feet. So, um, in tier one, I used <laughs> Imperial troopers almost exclusively and they basically beat everything without very much trouble. Um, what are your, what are your feats? Were they the same as mine for the gain advantage, I, I, 200 crits and 20 battles yes. without losing units? Okay. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I didn't... Let's see. Let me go look at my feats real quick. Uh, da, da, da. So, Sector 1. Um, I have completed two of the three feats in there, which is score 200 crits and gain advantage 40 times. Also, you probably haven't done the extra battles yet to get to 20 because there's not 20 organically Correct. to finish that feat. I went through and did extra ones to finish it. Yep. 
um, I'm at 14 out of 20, so I will have to come back and do that. And then I will have to get some key cards from the Treya battle. Um, I still have the defeat four enemies in the same turn and deal uh, at least 200,000 damage to an enemy in a single hit. My Death Trooper hit for like 197. Um, I <laughs> thought I was going to get that 200k and I did not. I was so freaking close. Um, Imperial Troopers basically smashed that whole freaking thing. Even when they were low on stamina, they basically had no issue whatsoever. Um, I need to look at uh, so sector two, the feats. I let's see. Um, attack out of turn a hundred times. That was pretty easy. I primarily use Jedi here. Uh, grant at least a hundred buffs to allies. I have the data card that gives me offense up, crit damage up, and crit chance up. I think uh, at the start of your turn, mm, uh, I use that, that data card. <laughs> Stupid easy. Um, and then you know win at least fourteen battles with a Jedi. The squad full of Jedi. I'm at 12 out of 14 on that, so I'll get that knocked out. Um, one thing I have figured out. Uh, I used to really like the data card that gave you... It would be like 2.5% turn mirror whenever you gain a buff. The problem is I really like the data card that gives me the offense up, crit damage up, whenever it's my turn. Mm -hmm. And it's almost kind of a waste because you get those buffs which would normally give you turn meter, but you're at full turn meter because it's your turn. So like the two of those are almost kind of redundant. It's like you need to pick one or the other. No. So I've been completely avoiding those turn meter game when you gain a buff uh, data cards just because I like that other one so much and it just neuters it basically. So I've been, I've had some terrible luck on data cards so far. Nothing like my sector one on... The first data card I got in normal mode was the one where you apply uh, armor shred and two armor shreds and a uh, heal, heal immunity. You love that one. Yeah. That was the first one I got in the entire thing. Uh, my Mine that I got throughout Sector 1 are okay, but definitely not great. Now, they're obviously, they're helping me, but I'm really hoping Sector 2 gives me some better data cards than I had. I'm at 11 out of 12, and I only have five, six equipped, and they're not even great ones. So I do have the yeah. offensive offensive buff state of card like you were talking about. I do like that one, but it's fantastic. It's uh, I need some better ones in this round, or I'm gonna have some tough times moving into three and four. So yep. But I really, I'm telling you, dude, it's it's funny how night and day this mode versus galactic challenge when it released was I, they yeah. they took that feedback from galactic challenges and ran with it when they made this mode because this mode they is did. freaking fantastic it's pretty baller i even it's, changed my twitter or really discord fun. name did you uh my twitter name is not no longer content curmudgeon Ooh. it is now content with Ooh. content <laughs> content with content no kidding for goodnight punk like what surprise Jeez. surprise no nah, I mean, lo i'm loving conquest it's it's it is something that i look forward to every day I totally i'm actually going you. to be disappointed when two two weeks out of the month it's not around yep uh, right. i am with you 100 percent 
so it's it's fun as hell um yeah no it's it's amazing i i enjoy the crap out of it uh dude my uh oh so i keep interrupting you i'm sorry i just have so many thoughts no go ahead uh i asked you about like team go-to teams you use because i literally for the most part Mm -hmm. unless there's a feat involved use three teams and that is it okay i use slicker and first order until their stamina's down and then i use palpatine vader and sith until their stamina's gone and then i use rebels until their stamina's gone and then rinse and repeat and it's just rolling through everything now the other one i want to start using and i don't ever really think about is jedi with jedi knight luke and grandmaster yoda because uh solid (laughs) if you saw what happened for that feat last week on the podcast thank shout out to i think it was uh joker i don't want to i don't want to say the wrong person somebody told me to use yoda to finish a feat and it was just ridiculous and i haven't used him since then but Jedi are, are it's probably the fourth team I should throw in there. But I just think it's it's nice that uh, if you have a few good teams, you can still even roll through in hard mode to at least get the first box. Oh yes, I, I don't think there's any doubt Honestly, about that. I mean, who who was it that someone said it that they were going to try normal mode and let everybody else try hard mode to figure out where they were? I've Wh- seen a lot of people say that. Whoever um, that was. I got news for you. I've not found it to be that difficult so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I've mostly just found it to be fun, uh, to be perfectly honest. So that's good. Um, yeah, I'm 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 very happy with it. Um, it's it's insanely fun, and uh, I, I have I have no issues. <laughs> just you know, you have to watch out for your stamina a little bit. I've not really come under fire as far as having any issues with running out of stamina at all. Um, we were talking about this. Somebody mentioned this earlier that Darth Vader um, is an absolute so machine. freaking good, dude. He just takes infinite turns. It's crazy. Well, w- whenever you get one of the buffs that has the cooldown reduction, that will reduce the cooldown of what what is um merciless he just man he just goes he just keeps going and going and he destroys everything in his path he's i mean your it's, audio it's just ins- got screwed up yeah smack my microphone yeah but now you're you sound really far away now same weird is it it's not fixed no hold on all right there we go. It's probably better now. How's that sound? Much better. You're back to normal. Okay. I think I knocked. No, the XLR kind of unplugged a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, I mean, there's a lot of characters that are really good. Um, and it kind of depends on what you want to do. You're like, what, what do you need them for? Um, a couple of things I found. RJT, absolutely amazing with every turn meter reduction thing. Uh Jedi Master Luke Skywalker, great for every uh, Termir reduction thing, which you would expect. He's a galactic legend that has Termir reduction, so obviously. Um, Advantage for First Order is fantastic. 
advanced for first order. Absolutely fantastic. Um, let's see what other feats are there that are... 200,000 damage in one hit. That's one of the other ones. That's an Imperial Trooper one. I mean, just freaking take a bunch of basic attacks and then use Death Trooper's main attack. You should be able to stack up a ton of damage and just smash. Um, or you could always use Slicker if you've got him. Darth Vader's another one. Load up a bunch of debuffs. It, I'm sorry, if you don't have Darth Vader relic at this point, what are you doing with your life? I mean, Get he's, on it. he's a counter for everything. I mean, if I'm making a list of top characters to gear in this game that aren't Galactic Legends, he's probably number one. He's great. I mean, it's funny. He's definitely number one. You get to the point now where... So when when the game released, Vader was only unlockable through achievements. And he was garbage. And then you unlocked him and you were like, what? It, it is kind of... It's almost a meme how ridiculous the hardest characters to unlock were at the beginning of this game. Like Vader, yes. General Grievous. Like some yep. of those characters where you're like, I really like that character. Uh, as far as lore goes, he's awesome. You finally mm -hmm. work your ass off to unlock him because it was just so obnoxious and hard. And you get him and you never use him. It's awesome yep. that Vader, one of the biggest, one of the biggest, probably the biggest character in all of Star Wars, is so good now. You know. Yeah. No, he's he's insanely fun. Um so I'm just doing a few runs in the uh in the thing right now and he's just man with these buffs he just keeps getting his cooldowns reset so he he literally goes infinitely. Like he doesn't I'm telling you, dude, it's nuts what he does. Does not stop going at all. Um it's absolutely freaking ridiculous. Uh, hell, I, I gotta wait on this stupid Django to take a turn because, I mean, he's just <laughs> gaining so much turn meter. It's it's crazy. Um, yeah, no, it's it, it's really fun. I, I I enjoy the crap out of this mode, uh, but specifically getting to use some of these other characters and kind of dig through your roster. Um, I mean, I don't think there's any question that Darth Vader is probably the best character in this game mode. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not even sure who would be next. Maybe General Anakin Skywalker. Uh, yeah. Uh, give me your top three characters for Conquest right now. Top three? Vader, as far as what I use. Vader, Slicker, um... And probably Grandmaster Yoda, even though I don't use him. I've heard Ooh, I've used yeah. him once. He was amazing. I still haven't used him really since then, but I know that he does some crazy shit. So, so there's an issue with Je Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker, um, where whenever his stuff gets really low, his speed drops, and he basically makes things stupid easy. Um, with basically any Jedi because he reduces the opponent's speed down to his and then just it's basically just 
they don't stand a chance. Um, right. But Jedi Knight Luke is obviously freaking awesome. Uh, I mean, between him, Vader, and Slicker, you should be able to do just about anything if you have them. Right. Um, another character I absolutely love is Han. Using Han with the uh, the cooldown reduction buffs, it, if you can get him to a point where he can just use his second special just over and over and over, he just keeps going because he he gains turn mirror. I think it's equal to his crit chance, which should be over a hundred, um, given everything you know in battle. Very very gnarly. It's a it's insanely fun. Um, Joker threw out Darth Revan. That's an interesting one. I haven't used him yet, but I could definitely see it. I have used a lot of Malak with Vader and Palpatine. And those fears are just absolutely crazy. Add some extra ones in there with Darth Revan. I can see that too. Um, Drew, Drew asked a question in chat about uh, he asked if anyone's taken Jedi Luke to Relic 8. He used to bang on him or Jedi and Skywalker. General Anakin Skywalker over Jedi Knight Luke, no questions. Gas all day, every day. One, light side territory battle. Two, um, he actually gets a far bigger boost on his stats because his stats are actually lower. Jedi Knight Luke has considerably higher, like, base offense damage. um, And they get the same increase from Relic 7 to Relic 8, which means, on a percentage basis... Gas gets significantly more damage by going to relicate. So, um, I have not taken Jedi Knight Luke to relicate, and I have no plans to do so. But Joanna and Skywalker, I think, was the third character I took to relicate, and I do not regret it because he is a freaking beast. <laughs> a lot of fun. Awesome. I like that sound. Yeah, pop that top, man. We're going. We're rolling through these things. I the, like uh, it. The Patreon QA after this podcast is going to be great. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, all right. Do you have anything? Oh, I'm loving conquests. Sorry for extending this even further. <laughs> uh, what what data cards are you using right now? Um, like I said, I don't have great ones. Let me. I, I don't there. either. I, like we're neither one of us are very far into this, so I have the offensive buffs one, so offense up, crit damage up, crit chance up at the start of your turn. Me too. I have it's are it's, in my opinion, arguably the best like early tier data card that there is. It's it's fantastic. It so, is sorry. good. Go ahead. I agree because you probably unless you get dispelled, you pretty much have it every turn. So yes, uh, I have power. Which is a two, two data capacity. Allied units gain twenty percent offense, seventeen percent crit damage. Uh, I have a one dot called Insatiable. Allied units gain eleven percent health steal and eleven percent defense penetration. Um, decay turn meter, a one dot mo- uh, one dot data capacity. Whenever an ally deals damage to an enemy, that enemy loses eight percent turn meter. Um, great with the rebels nice amplify agony whenever an ally inflicts a debuff on an enemy they also deal 5.1 percent max health damage uh leaders resolve i just got this one i haven't even really used any 
teams with it yet, but that's the allied, it's three dots. So once I get better replacements, this one's gonna be gone because it's kind of expensive for what it is, but the allied unit in the leader slot gains 82% max health, 65% max protection, 49% offense, and 24% speed. I like it. For the leader. That thing is great on a freaking slicker. Very nice. He already has high stats. Throw those yep. numbers on it. It's just nasty. Very nice. I like it. Um, all right. So here's currently what I am using. I have two of the deployable cooling systems, which gives an 8% chance to uh, reset cooldowns whenever you gain a... or. 8% chance cooldowns will be reduced by one whenever you gain a buff. So I have two of those paired with the offensive buffs, which basically means for each one of those buffs, there's a 16% chance you reduce a cooldown by one, um, which is absolutely nasty. Yeah, I love uh, that mod. I think I had that on. I think I had two of those on uh, last one because it would do it twice in... That made so, it really easy for Vader to go forever. I actually have a third one that I think I'm about to put on there. So I've only been using data capacity of 5 out of 12. Um, and then the last one that I was using is whenever an ally deals damage to an enemy, that enemy loses 6.5% turn meter. Um, those are the only ones I've been using. All right, so I'm going to add that other deployable cooling system because I, I do. I just love it. It's awesome. Um I have another another one that ups it to 10% chance. Might as well use that, too. Um, let's see. There, there's another one that I thought was really cool that I didn't know about. Okay, so uh, Caustic Emissions. Enemy oh, yeah. units gain two damage over time effects and burning for two turns at the start of their turn, which can't be resisted. That's that's really good, especially with like a Vader lead or something, a debuff based team. Super solid. I love it. Even more ridiculous if you put it under a Vader lead with the uh, with a Zaya, because yeah. they don't Hell go yeah. away, and they yep. just rack those things up like freaking crazy. Freaking gnarly. I yeah. like it. Um, I'm not using the. I've got a leader one. The Give 66% max health, 53% max protection, 40% offense, 20% speed. I've got one of those I'm not using. Um, I've also got something else that I paired out is... Uh, where is it? Whenever an ally gains a buff, they also gain 5% offense stacking. So that's basically 15% offense every time you take a turn. So... That means Vader is getting absolutely nasty stacking offense if I pair that with all these other data discs that I'm using, which is probably my biggest tip of you guys looking at your data cards. Make sure you that you are getting ones that pair together. Um, you know, and some of these that... You know, there are certain data cards that... Um, how can I say that that only do one thing? They only do something once, like the the offensive buffs one. 
you only need one of those through through a conquest. There's no need to get two offense ups because it's only one buff. It doesn't really matter. However, the ones that like reduce cooldowns and stuff like that or inflict debuffs, like you can have multiple of those at the same time. And so those are ones that you should work on getting seconds of. You know, don't don't work on getting data cards of ones that you already that you already have that's not gonna benefit you. Yep. I agree. You know, honestly, there's it's it's I need to find the time either this week or next week to sit down with the list of data cards and kind of come up with some uh theory crafted uh predetermined sets basically that you can hope RNG lets you collect or maybe at least sets that fit together where like some of these ones that are like if you do a debuff you know it uh, no let's just say for this one for the instance the one that gives armor shred and heal immunity under 100% there's also one that does health percent damage if you take them under 100% damage if you were to pair those a bunch of mods like that together, the second you took someone under 100% health, they're pretty much dead, right? Yes. And if you were to to be looking for that set in the data cards, you'd know which way to go as far as nodes go to make that decision on which data card you're going to go to to collect. And having predetermined sets you want to go for at the beginning, depending on the team you feel is the strongest that you have, could be very helpful and i feel like it would be a good I, I don't know i feel like it'd be fun to go over and also be helpful so yep because there are a lot of different sets that if you start rolling with a bunch of those together is just going to be devastating when you get to the point you're picking it up for example uh gaining turn meter on buffs if you have enough of those where you have a team that gains buffs a lot you could the team the other team might never take a turn or the right. ones where like you like grandmaster yoda who spreads buffs like freaking crazy yeah because exactly. each one of those buffs gives the turn meter there's there's just so much with this mode that makes it fun yep. so i agree 100 percent. well let's move to the next thing so we save some of this content for later <laughs> all right sounds good let's do that um I'm I'm looking for a sounder. I'll listen to it. Don't worry. Oh, about it. I already played that sounder. The sounder I was looking for. Um, it's an update. We got an update sounder. Yeah, I already played that one though. Let's play a new one. Hey boys, do you have any tips for us, less experienced players? So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. <laughs> <laughs> I love that sounder. I, I really wish I could find the episode where I said that just so I could get some context. Because I want to know <laughs> what led up to it and what happened after it. That is a really good t- question. I have my no hair, idea. I'm like, uh, but I mean, like, I say really ridiculous things that can be taken out of context all the time without realizing. So, you know, accurate. Whatever. Yes. I don't. I just uh, love that it got turned into a sounder. So I think we both do that a lot. Um, <laughs> For which sure. is totally I think you okay. do it on purpose. <laughs> no, I would not do that. On I purpose. think you do it both ways. You do. You swing both ways. You do it on purpose, and you don't. 
I, you don't even know me, bro. <laughs> well, you better Whatever. figure yourself out. You're about to have a kid. <laughs> All right. So what do we got in this week's update? This week's update. Bo-Katan Kreese is the marquee event that came out. We, we thought she was coming. People thought she was going to be the Conquest character. How do you character. pronounce her name? Bo-Katan Kreese. I believe that's Kreese. how you say it. Okay. Or you can go say Kreese, which is, was the pun I was making in the uh, title of this stream. But Dr Chicken Bottom should know, so he can tell us in the uh, in chat. <laughs> Anyone that's seen Rebels probably can tell me. No. Anyone that's seen Clone Wars can probably tell you. I don't remember hearing the Kreese part, but I think that's how you say it. Hmm. Anyways... Bo-Katan is here with a marquee event. She's not the Conquest character. She's a marquee event. The question is, does she turn Mandalorians into what we all hope they were to be? I once That's again did not question. read the kit before the podcast so I could react during the podcast. So we'll do that like right after this update. But uh, not only is Bo-Katan a marquee event that is happening right now, if you're listening to the live stream, you have... 13 hours and 19 minutes. If you're listening to the podcast, you missed it. I hope you got your Bo-Katan shards, but if you didn't, it's going to be an even longer haul for you because you missed out on those shards. But the event is going on right now, so get in there and do it. I'm going to do it right after this podcast. But, yeah, so Bo-Katan is out. Now, with Bo-Katan came some updates to current characters to help make the Mandalorians even better than they were. This is all the type of stuff that we were hoping for with Mandalorians because of the fact that they were just kind of meh before. Now, I, don't, I haven't seen anything on this this team with Bo-Katan in it. Where it goes, does it become better? Does Beskar Mando become a better character because of Bo-Katan? I do not know right now. I would hope so because she is a Mandalorian leader character. So I would right. think that she's supposed to tie that group together and there's some updates that were made to characters that I would think that make these two these two characters add into that team to make them even better, but we'll see. Candor's Order got an update to his unique one. Uh, basically, the updates to these characters just added Mandalorian to the things that they already did. You'll see that in a second. For Candor's, it's at the start of battle. Candor's gains 10% health steal and potency for each Old Republic Mandalorian and Scandal... Scout... Scandal... Scoundrel ally. Scandal, scoundrel, they're probably both into that type of stuff. That's true. Whenever Candrus deals damage to an enemy, he inflicts damage over time effect for two turns. So basically he just gains 10% health steal and potency for every Mandalorian on the team he's on now, as opposed to just Old Republic or Scoundrel. So uh, that is cool. one of those abilities, I believe, that can double dip, correct? I believe, I believe so. Yeah, so I'm not 100. You got some scoundrel, I would guess, Mandos or Old Republic Mandos. You're probably right. going to be really happy about that. But that was the update to uh, Candor's Ordo. Sabine Wren got an update to her special two. Is special okay. two the one? Where is my Sabine? AOE. That's the AOE. Okay, yeah, the one yes. where she throws out the bombs. Yep. All right. Uh, deal physical damage to all enemies, stagger them for two turns, and expose target enemy for two turns. 
for each active Mandalorian and Phoenix allies, so they added Mando in there instead of just Phoenix, deal 15% more damage and expose a random enemy. Mandalorian and Phoenix allies gain crit chance up and offense up for two turns. What? Oh, when she uses this. Mandalorian and Phoenix allies gain crit chance up and offense up for two turns. If this attack scores a crit hit, reduce Sabine's cooldowns by two. This attack can't be countered or evaded. So, I, I, I love this change. It makes me want to gear Sabine even more. She's always been a pretty good character, a little underrated. But some of those buffs that she would only get with Phoenix, now that she can get them with another faction, there's a lot of use for her because she's actually, I mean... Sabine's always been pretty good. She just didn't have a great spot that she fit in. You just have a lot of fun with her in the uh, in the Sith raid with like Wampa and stuff because she did the the armor shred, which was not very common at the time. And yeah. you know this ability she... that gives all these buffs is pretty badass. Whenever you're talking about uh you know getting all these mandalorian characters offense up you know like best Armando sounds fantastic um so i do i really like it uh these are good changes it's not nothing you know it's not anything that just makes a huge difference but it just gives them some of that same synergy they have with the faction that they were built for gives them that same synergy elsewhere which is absolutely great that's I'm with you, man. That is the, probably the best thing about it is it does not remove old synergies. Right. It just adds. So you are if you're using Sabine on that starter team with Phoenix, she's now still synergi synergistic. Is that a word? She still synergistic, still synergizes. She still synergizes with Phoenix until you want to move her to Mandalorian if that's the play. So. Right. Um. Other changes for the update. The changes to the challenge tier pit raid are now live. Once again, have not heard anything about it yet. Been a we long week. We will talk about this next week because next week we will have, we will have done with it. This. Yeah. So uh will be interesting to see how this goes for the first time. If we love it or we hate it, we will see. Indeed. I, I feel like we're not going to hate it. I do feel like it's going to take longer and we're going to be tagging people more than we did before. Only over a longer period of time. So yes. that's my guess. Um, the Armorer. This one surprised me. I, was she up for this? Armor is now farmable at light side hard node night C. I didn't think Ooh. she was coming farmable soon. She's been she's been around for a while though. I mean, this I didn't find this terribly surprising. I just felt like it was supposed to be middle of April for some reason. I'm gonna go head over to SwagaEvents.com. Shout out to Sig Sig and his people. Um, but I want to see what the dates there. Um, okay. He listed three ten to three twenty four, so it felt fell right into the uh, the time frame. I just I guess I wasn't paying attention there. Wow, so. Sig Sig nailed it. Shocking. Nailed it. Hashtag sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Awesome. Well, I I wasn't looking for it. It came, and I'm happy for it. I'm not going to start. I've been looking right for now. it ever since I accidentally bought uh, some of her shards with crystals, which was not my intention, but I did. <laughs> um, yeah. 
So the only reason I'm not going to farm her right now is because I feel like Bo Katan, after we read her kit and when I know more about her, is it's it's one of those things where if I get the armor now, I still can't won't have Bo Katan at any usable level in Right. I'll probably farm her and Bo Katan at the same time when they both come farmable. Because I'm still working on those stupid resistance hero bros. The freaking Millennium Falcon. I didn't talk about it this week in Swaga, but I'm still farming those dudes. So, I so eventually I I'm gonna the, go for Ray. Eventually, I have I one of the when, bros but. ready, but I just nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, what else? Fix a problem with not being able to buy items while Conquest event is active. Not active. Did you? I encountered this. Because there were some gear pieces I wanted to buy with my conquest uh, currency. Yep. Between conquests, were th- were they stun guns? Yes. <laughs> of course they were. I'm like, ooh, stun guns in the conquest store. I went to click mm-hmm. it. And it's like there's not an active conquest, and I'm like, well, there's not going to be for two month, two weeks out of the month. So can I not spend my currency? Like, yep. That's fixed now. So okay, thank God, because yeah. that that was rather annoying. I was like, "Is this really the way they intended this?" Because now I have to spend all my current. You now I have a cap, and I have to spend that currency when an event is active. That is a very odd way to do the store. So yes, agreed. Um, and the biggest announcement of the update. Biggest. Grogu is back in his bassinet after a brief period away. We can okay. all breathe a sigh of relief that he's okay, right. and he's back where he belongs. So, so what the f was that? <laughs> That's the real question. Was it on purpose? Was it a bug? There's no way it was an accident, <laughs> right? It happened just... right when the freaking dark troopers came out. The dark troopers that took him in the show. Come on. It, it seemed way too obvious that they were hinting towards something, but now he's back. So, IDFK, man. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. It was listed in the Not fixed. Really. Yeah, it was listed in the bug section. You are correct. But uh, anyways, uh, Bo-Katan. Let's talk about Bo-Katan. Let's talk about Bo-Katan. Back on topic. We're talking about Roadhead. Or Roadhead. Sorry. We're talking about Roadhead, really? Roadhead. <laughs> Road ahead with Marquis, which is going on right now. Bo Katan. I just thought of an idea. Okay, I can't wait. So, if you're not familiar, you should be because I've talked about it before. I have a DIY YouTube channel. I've only got two videos up, but I've got more planned. Um, you know what I need to do? What do you need to do? I need to make. A bassinet. Oh, if you could build one that looks like Grogu's for your baby, that would be the most yeah. amazing thing ever. Yes, dude. Um, dad points. Is that weird? Do you want to be called I dad think, yet, dude? <laughs> I, 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 you know what's I funny is I have to happen. I almost, I, I think in my head you're having a girl because. Uh, I'll I be honest, that's what I think, too. <laughs> Every time I think of you having a kid, I think of a girl. I don't know why. That's just a feeling I have. So, 
And the Grogu bassinet is perfect. Okay, so we went to the... Not sonogram, that's not right. Uh, what is that thing called? The the thing where you check the little thing, where you see the little guy in there. Looks like a frog. It's like, it's effing tiny. Anyway, the... Yes, not sonogram. Ultrasound. Ultrasound, thank you. So, it had a heart rate of 171. And now the sultry female is like, it has a high heart rate. That definitely means it's going to be a female. So, she, she is pretty convinced that it's going to be a female uh, based <laughs> on the heart rate in okay, the ultrasound. Let me tell you what I remember the heart rate of my first kid being the first ultrasound. Okay. In the 80s to 90s. And my, do- my oldest is a girl, so... Okay. That can say that makes a me lot or very little about what the this gender is going to be. So, yeah, I think <laughs> <laughs> I think we both read Chicken Bottom's comment at the same time. Oh, well done, buddy. Uh, Chicken Bottom says, "I think no heart rate equals female." <laughs> I think I would agree. Yes, I don't think there's any argument there. That was. Um, that oh, might be that's good. common. Of <laughs> that's that's good. That's solid, man. That's yeah. Well way to done. Go. Way, way to go. That is too funny. Um, so yeah, I need to. Uh, I'm gonna have to figure out the bassinet thing. Um, I think that would be freaking baller. That'd be pretty cool, dude. And like get, uh, man, what, like a really strong magnet so it like levitates. Oh jeez. Uh, if you want to put badass. your kid in that, that would be interesting. If I built that, I'd have no issue doing it. <laughs> well, you would also have no one else to blame, so you're good. That's true. Exactly. <laughs> I would sue myself yes, if exactly. something happened. What could go wrong? Um, all right. So let's get to Bokatan Kreese. Kreese. I think that's right. Um, what? I, I just heard that in my head in Jar Jar's voice. Misa love boom boxes. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord. Um unit name is Bokatan Kreese. She is a light side attacker, leader, Mandalorian, and scoundrel. She is described as a Mandalorian leader that unites fellow Mandalorians and rallies them to assist. Sounds like a mass assist. Like I said, I haven't read this kit, so I have no idea, but <laughs> all right well let's start with the basic ability which is called practiced aim that just seems like an odd way to just practice aim i mean you gotta learn somehow i guess but practiced aim I is she know. practicing on on enemies <laughs> it just seems weird i don't know anyway uh final attack still physical damage target enemy if it's Bokatan's turn. Inflict vulnerable for one turn. Otherwise, do 50% more damage. This leads me to think she will be attacking out of turn quite a bit. What is vulnerable? Vulnerable is the inverse of crit immunity. It oh, it's is the instant crit on the next attack. Guaranteed crit as well, it's basically advantage as a debuff. What's the what's the what's the logo for that look? Like, I don't uh, remember. It's red with like a little shield on it, I think. <laughs> Jedi Knight Luke is the only character that had that previously uh, before Bo-Katan. So only kind of like burning 
It was a R2 exclusive D2 debuff before. that then got spread out to a couple other characters. Shield with an X on it. Okay. Shield with I an X. That okay. That's right. Uh, special one, Crippling Strike. Four turn cooldown. Dude, final that text. A- that animation is redonkulous. I, I, I was going to say we're that. Starting to, we're getting into territory of, awesome. of, uh, of uh, what's his face? Gosh. Palpatine when he was Sid, not Sid oh, Vicious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sid Vicious. Not a wrestler. What is his name? Why can't I think of his name? Sith Vicious? I said that Sid be... Sith Vicious is a wrestler Dude, from the United States. That should be 90s. your nickname. Sith Vicious? Yes. We're not now officially changing my Sith name. Vicious. <laughs> I'm changing my name in game. Sith uh, Vicious. Perfect. Sith Vicious. I like it. Um, no, I totally agree. Dark City. Animation That's here. That's what it is. But the, the, the animation here is badass. Amazing. I Love like it. it. A lot. Um, final text, dispel all buffs on all enemies. Then daze them for two turns and deal physical damage to them. That means this works through tenacity up. Yeah, because you take the tenacity away That's and then huge. do this. Absolutely huge. Um, Ao. AOE days, which I have always talked about as being an absolutely amazing debuff. Um, Piet is that is part of the reason why he's so damn good. On top of the buffs and the mass attack on dispel and everything else that he has, but the, the AOE days is it's so rare, it's so good because so many teams focus on gaining turn meter, attacking out of turn, all that sort of stuff. So. When you got a character who can get rid of the tenacity up, which is really the only thing that stops days to begin with, package it all together. Um, Already absolutely loving this kit. Spectacular. Plus the animation. I would say I would love to talk about the ability, but I cannot stop watching this this animation. It's it's amazing. The AOE dispel days amazing that's like two 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 if you had these separate as an aoe would be amazing themselves yeah. throw them together oh, yeah. this is just a ridiculous special yep got a Big little bit fan. higher cooldown but that makes sense considering what it does for for well, cooldown so you know and this is a character that just based on that you can use as a counter to a lot of things a lot of these teams that have the tenacity up that it's very difficult to get through um, mm-hmm. because you can tenacity up, then you can daze them, which will prevent them from usually getting turn meter to kind of get their buffs cleansed or something like that. Great stuff. Um, Agreed. The unique ability is called Stronger Together. It has a Zeta at the start of battle. Mandalorian allies gain 20% max protection for each Mandalorian ally until the first time the Bo-Katan is defeated. Whenever a Mandalorian ally attacks out of turn... All Mandalorian allies recover 8% health and protection. That's huge. I don't, I mean, it, that's Gnarly. such a good unique that I'm not sure which part of it is the Zeta. I would it's assume it's the protection recovery. I would assume the, the health recovery. But the other part is you could, gaining 20% max protection for each ally could also be a Zeta. Like the numbers in this ability are kind of ridiculous. Yes, it's, well, and so you have, um, 
boss who gets like these bonuses for protection and defense um you know that makes them way tankier this is a freaking unique ability mm-hmm. you can uh, you know it's obviously only for mandalorians but that's pretty significant and and not to mention recovery i mean if this was her leader ability that's a pretty good leader ability like i, I would see this and think <laughs> okay this is going to be a badass offensive gac team it anything that like has that ability. sort of protection and you know health and protection recovery is easy banners in gac so no absolutely digging it love it um now we actually get to the leader ability because that was only the unique um (laughs) final text after the yawn (laughs) freaking daylight savings time pushing you back an hour yeah the dsc is killing me um when a Mandalorian ally uses basic ability during their turn, they call another random Mandalorian ally to assist, dealing 20% less damage limited to once per turn. Whenever a Mandalorian ally attacks out a turn, they gain 25% critical damage, a max of five stacks until the end of their next turn. At the start of the encounter, all Mandalorian allies gain the grand ability Ancestral Armor. Ancestral Armor. Dispel all debuffs on this character, then gain defense up, taunt, and tenacity up for two turns. Has a four-turn cooldown. So, this is pretty good. This is Jedi Revan-esque in which it gives you an ability that benefits your team. Um, I really love the basic ability during their turn, calling another random uh, Mandalorian ally. It makes you not even worry about ability block and things like that. Like, days is the thing you worry about with this team. Um, I'm a pretty big fan. What do you, what do you think? Uh, this, the stacking crit damage is great. Uh, especially, it's going to be far more significant, I think, in 3v3. Uh, because you can gain up five stacks of the critical damage. And if you have a team of three... Um, you know, it's more likely that you're going to get a lot of those stacks stacked up, which, I mean, if you can get 125% extra critical damage, you're going to be absolutely smashing shit. So I, I really, really like the way all this works. It's it's not anything that really makes me think it's like a hard counter to some really good team. It's but... just an ability that makes a good team. Exactly. And where that falls into place now with teams that are actually in the game, we don't, we may not know, or That's maybe true. it's setting something up, you know. I'll tell you this, yep. it does make a good team. Like, it is one of those things that brings oh, yeah. together what we, well, I won't say that definitively, but it, this looks like something that would make a, for a very good Mandalorian team. So, I want to go over all the Mandalorian characters in-game real quick. All right. You have the Mandalorian, you have the Mandalorian Beskar armor, you have Jango Fett, you have Sabine, you have Candrus, you have the armor, you have Gar Saxon, Imperial Super Commando, and now Bo-Katan. Um, so there's definitely good options for building a squad in there uh, to take advantage of some of these unique and leader abilities. Um, I think the further that we go down this road, the better investment that Jango Fett becomes. Django 
is such an interesting character because bounty hunters, separatists, and Mandalorians, he's an absolute badass in all so three of those squads. He just fits through so many different spots. Yeah, like I mean, he's even a scoundrel, isn't he? Yes, and he's a scoundrel. Yeah. Like these characters that have these multi factions that they are amazing in, kind of like Backpack Chewy. I absolutely love these characters. Um, just because if you're a mid to early game player, it gives you a lot of versatility by having the, one of those characters. You get that one character geared up and then you have all these other options that you can go and still have a really good team. If they get moved out one team, it's not that big of a deal. It's not like you wasted something like for mm-hmm. the longest time, bounty hunters, there's a lot of bounty hunters, but only a couple good leader abilities if one of them gets kicked out of the squad, there's nowhere to use them elsewhere. Django is not one of those characters. He yep. gets kicked out of Bounty Hunter Squad. Great, my Separatists are better. Like, who cares? My Separatists are better. Now my Mandalorians can be better. It, it makes a exactly. lot of sense. Yep. And something else is Candrus and uh, Sabine are both characters that you can kind of get early game. Phoenix, really good early game. This gives you a little bit more incentive to maybe make Sabine the core of that team as far as gearing them up a lot more and mm-hmm. putting a lot more emphasis on her. Kind of the same thing with Candrus whenever you go for Darth Revan. Um, he's a character Which is... that maybe you can put a little bit more into and not really worry about it because you know there's still another stepping stone beyond the Old Republic that can make Candrus awesome. Well, that's another one of the funniest parts about Candrus is He's always been a character that people have some kind of infatuation with. Because I remember when Relics came out, just before Relics came out, oh, Candorus yeah. was like, what What had just come out before Relics? It was, a, was it the Sith? It wasn't the Sith mm-hmm. raid. There was something that just came out and people were taking Candorus up to gear 12 as high as they could because he was just wrecking things. Yes, that is 100% and, true. When the when relics came out, they did the same thing with him, and he still continued to do that. And yep. when I unlocked Darth Revan, Candorus was my gear twelve character. He's probably before I started gearing all the rest of that team when I got Darth Revan up to gear twelve. Candorus was always the one that was the highest, and it makes sense with what you're saying. Where Candorus is that good, where he can be that that focus. And still be able to unlock Darth Revan. So, and then on top of that, once you get to this point where you've got the Mandos, you're in a spot where you've got Candorus in a in a place where he's good to go for the team. So, yeah, yep. All that made sense as it word vomited out of me. You know what I'm saying? So, and it word vomited indeed. Um, <laughs> Well, I, I really like this kit. I think she's going to be a pretty solid character going forward. Um, is there anything else you would like to talk about regarding Bo-Katan? I don't want to wait to, to farm her. I really just really wish that it was uh, she was in Conquest so I could get her immediately like we thought she was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Razor Crest yeah, is no. fine. It's a good ship. We've read its kit. It looks awesome. Mm-hmm. But you know how much oh, I yeah. love ships. So if Bo-Katan was the one we were going for in Conquest... You, you don't give a ship about ships. You're damn right. Sailor. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, um, I mean, 
I think us talking through both ten sounded really solid, and I think it sounded really good because one, it's a good kit. Two, we know what the hell we're talking about, and three, and most importantly, is our blue microphones, which are absolutely spectacular. Well, if you guys need a microphone for any sort of streaming service or uh, podcasting, if you want to make a really awesome podcast, um, which you should do, um, because why not? Who doesn't? Who doesn't like talking? Um, get yourself I a do. blue. Uh, the Yeti is freaking amazing. We both use the Spark SL, which is a. Um, I love it. Best mic I've ever owned. Why am I drawing a blank on the uh, the little cable that fits in there? XLR. XLR. It's an XLR mic, not a USB mic. Um, so you wouldn't need an adapter if you're using Spark SL. But, but the Yeti X. Wait, wait, wait. Before amazing. you continue, we've had this since we've had the Spark, and it you can get the exact same thing from Blue. They make a thing called the Icicle. That's true. They you do. plug your XLR into one end, you plug the USB into the other end, and you can plug it right into your computer. So if you think to yourself, Herbster. I need to get, I have to have a uh, a box. Fancy mixer. A fancy mixer on my desk to be able to use an XLR microphone. No. You do not. You don't. All you have to buy is the Icicle converter that they sell for their XLR microphones where you just plug in. 100%. I wish that I could, eh, there's too much work. I wish I could show it to you. Basically, I've got it right there on my desk. You plug the XLR into one side, you plug the USB into the other side, and you plug it directly into your computer. That's how I've done it. That's how I've always done it. It works perfectly. It's literally just a, a converter, and then on top of that, you've got a gain uh, knob that you can turn up and down right there on your converter. So it, Blue has everything you need to turn you to use a USB microphone in your computer or use an XLR and turn it into a USB. Everything you possibly want to have professional sounding audio at the tip of your fingers. Uh, everything you need, right? It, it, it just turn you in. It'll take you from a terrible level to, I'll tell you what, I I was going to say it will take you from sounding like GMP to sounding like Wink. I don't, I don't know what, how to respond to that. <laughs> From sexy to sexy seems like a equal lateral exchange. move. That's, that's, so, yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. Uh, um, but fair. fair. <laughs> the main thing is I hate listening to people. I don't hate it. But I can obviously tell when someone is not using a microphone versus a headset with a microphone in it. Not the way to go. Not the way to go at all. No. So. Get yourself a good mic. Uh, not terribly expensive. Uh, if you go to crew.bluemic.com slash SOPod, uh, that is our affiliate link for Blue. If you go buy one, I would appreciate it if you would use that link. Uh, let them know that you heard about from us, of course. Um, but, you know, we also do giveaways. We give away Blue prizes on occasion. Um so Probably come and make, do on one of those here before yeah, the end of March. We might be doing so. one of those here pretty soon, maybe next week. Um, just saying. So, uh, hope you guys uh, go check it out and uh, get yourself some really awesome, amazing equipment. But, 
it's time to do some absolute and total destruction in this next segment. It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the Force be with you. All right, it's been a few weeks. Thank you to Mythos. He was able to give us episode nine this week of trivia of his 10-week series. Hope everything's going good for you, Mythos. Shout out to you, as always. Doesn't matter uh, when you do it, as long as you've done it. We love doing trivia, and we love getting your trivia specifically. So thank you, Mythos, for episode nine. We're going to get into that and see where we land. I It's been a while, so I don't know where the standings are. I think that I'm still down by two, so I really would need to win this to tie it up before the final week of this trivia challenge. I think we'll get into the standings here in a second, but uh, let's okay. see what's going on. All right, so this week's Shattered Order right. Trivia, Episode 9, Scavenger Woo! Steals the Identity and Home of a Local War Hero. That son of a bitch. <laughs> Daughter of Who a would bitch? do that? Stolen Valor, you. Stolen Valor. Let me tell you, when that I was in the Navy, those stories were the worst. Especially oh, really? when you sit on a ship for 90 straight days and then you get off of it and you're like, hey, someone pretended to be you to get 10% off at Lowe's. <laughs> what? Are you are you freaking serious? Oh, great. Okay. I don't know why I find that funny, but that's <laughs> hilarious. All right. Oh. <laughs> Cheapskates. Come on. Seriously. Category rules and points. This week, the category is Rise of Skywalker. This week, Ooh, all questions will be asked from episode nine. Nine questions, each worth one point. Most points gets the win. A win is worth two points and a tie. Contest will be ten weeks. Most points in the standings wins. Any rulings need to go to Mythos. Based on your results each week, I will raise and lower, raise or lower the bar. Uh, I would just like to point out that I feel like the last one was uh, dumbed down for us, so I feel like this one's going to be absolutely terrible (laughs) (laughs) all right here's the standings the two star lando lions have six points to the poorly modded pow packers eight points okay so i am down by two just like i thought we have tied three straight weeks maybe something will be different there hopefully in my favor if not uh Hopefully not. Oh, do you get to see... Why isn't this on the screen? Sorry, guys. There you go. You do get to see the questions. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I'm going to close the chat now so I can't see your answers. Oh, that's a good idea. I'm closing chat as well. All right. Um, All right. Speaking of lions, the lions yesterday posted a nine-minute video a nine-minute tribute video to number nine after he was traded. The, the Matthew Stafford trade became official yesterday. That was a very emotional video for me. Isn't that exciting? You've got Jared Goff now. I'm not going to say I cried watching that video, 
but I'm not gonna not say I cried during watching that video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I'm excited for Stafford, like him going to a good coaching staff, a good organization. I'm excited to see what he can actually do. Uh, I got a hundred dollar uh, fan fanatics gift card for Christmas, and I I'm literally thinking of buying a Stafford Rams jersey. And I don't even like the Rams because I'm a Cardinals fan, but I love Stafford that much. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, very underrated. He's been lions like he's, he's, many other greats in this sport. Yes, exactly. You know, he's great without wins. So there you go. All right, question one. Here we go. What item is Kylo looking for at the beginning of the film? His Horcrux. Duh. Duh. It's the Horcrux. Am I going to need to have the actual name of this thing? I think I've got this one correct. Not 100% sure. I don't have the actual name because... of it, but I know what it is, and it, it's pretty uh, All right. It's pretty descriptive in my what I called it, I think. Okay. All right, I put uh, Sith Wayfinder. Ah, that is what I put as well. I also put his relic. <laughs> his relic, nice. <laughs> uh, answer one is the Wayfinder. Wow, I didn't think it was called the Wayfinder. I had some. I thought it had some weird like. Uh, nope, that's it. They weird, were like, really creative. <laughs> they were really creative on the uh, on that movie. They it wasn't like they dug up anything old that had already been used in Star Wars and brought it back or anything. They just they came up with entirely new stuff that no one else would guess. Way exactly. to go, JJ. Yeah. All right, answer two. makes great remakes. I mean, I was a big fan of the Star Trek remakes. Star Trek so. remakes? Yeah, yeah. Listen. Solid. Fringe, Alcatraz, Lost. J.J. Abrams is my favorite producer or director. I I'm not going to lie. Fringe. I loved the Holy Star Trek shit, movies. I loved amazing. his movies in yeah. Star Wars, even though they did not work well because of the direct different directors thing. But J.J. Abrams is one of my favorite people. Bad Robot is great. All right, anyways, question two. What is the name of the Force user by Kylo's side? What? Say, say it again. What is the name of the Force user by Kylo's side? I feel like I need more context here. When was he by his side? Do you know? Say the question one more time. Every word very clearly. What is the name of the force user by Kylo's side? I, this is throwing me for some kind of fucking loop. Okay, I've got an answer. I just got a weird-ass pop-up on my computer. You're running out of space on this PC. Give me a second. Apparently, I have to run a tool to clear it up. You guys can still see me, right? Everybody out there? 
You know, whatever, we'll do it later. Alright, force user by Kylo's side. I, I, this is fucking confusing as shit. I've got an answer. Whenever you're ready, homie. Well, I'm going to go with the uh, the trick question answer. Okay. What do you got? Ray. <laughs> I put Palpatine. Oh, okay. The Knights of Rin. You know what? I might have written that if I didn't think it was asking for a specific person. Because I think the question asks okay. user, not users. So, they weren't really by his side in this movie, though. Were they? Um, He fought against them. He fought against them. And I don't remember them being with... No, they were with him when he went to... Uh, what's that planet that threw the giant uh, Co- Coachella? Coachella? Wasn't he with there with them? Coachella. Oh. Where uh, they met Lando. Were they? Maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Well, they were definitely there because they took Chewbacca. So, yeah, they, he was there with them on that planet because he was in his okay. TIE silencer and they were in that right. other thing. I got thrown off by user, not users. Yeah, me too. Listen, I, I'm just, that's why I thought it I'm was. I'm giving myself Ray. an out. Here. I assumed he was talking at the end whenever him and Ray were side by side against Palpatine. Ooh, that's a good reason for putting her. I was curious why you put that. All right, question three Who helps Ray and company hide from the First Order on Pasana? I have my answer. Final answer. Well, I started writing and then I'm wrong. Now I'm trying to oh think my of God. that. Of course you're wrong. I'm trying to think of the name. Repeat the question. Who you helps Ray and company hide from the First Order on Pasana? Okay. Yep. I feel pretty good about my answer. Not great, but good. I don't know her name, so I wrote Poe's old girlfriend. Oh, I'm thinking <laughs> of a different place. That was, uh, yeah, I can't remember. Well, at first I wrote, uh, I, at first I, I wrote I'm Lando. Thinking, I'm thinking of a different, well, that's what I put is Lando. So you can I'm see I, I crossed place. out Lando and I wrote okay. Poe's old girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. All right. The answer is Lando. Is it? Yes. Yes. Oh, I have it written. <laughs> you had it written. Oh, Whew. that's not good for me. Oh yeah, son that's of a really biscuit. Good for me. I mean, it could have been. I don't remember planet names. I thought that I like Lando it. was too easy, you know? <laughs> All right, question four. What is the name of the planet Palpatine is on? Oh, my God. 
Uh. Oh, I remembered. Let me know when you're ready. Sure answers. Okay, I'm ready. Exegol. Son of a bitch! I thought I was gonna catch. You couldn't remember. I thought I was gonna catch up. You almost did. Exegol. I couldn't remember that it just came to me. Yeah, yeah obviously. You're like, oh, Thank you, man, whiskey. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, there it is. All right, here we go. What is the name of the character that resets C-3PO? Gosh dang it. I think this is right, but I'm not sure. Uh, I completely blank. Charles. Wasn't me. I didn't do it. Chandler? What was that little thing's name? Amanda. Lorian. This is what I always tell my kids people's names are if I, if I don't know their names. So I'm just going to put that. Carlos. Babu. Babu Frick. You got it. Or Babu Frick, one of the two. Babu Frick. Well, this is not looking good for me. I think it's looking pretty good. Well, I mean, and from that side of the table. All right. Uh, question six. What is the name of Poe's masked ex? Oh, here we go. Another one I obviously don't know the answer oh, to. Oh, God. What was her name? Don't I, don't I have her uh, Funko Pop? Where is it? I remember her eyes. Uh, hers. No, Carrie her. Russell. Carrie Russell, yeah. yeah she's <laughs> That's her name. Fantastic in uh, that... the Americans. <laughs> no, who we're supposed to? Mm. Are we not supposed <laughs> to say the actress name? Um. I I I, I don't even have a guess. I don't know. All right. Uh, I've got Jolene. I'm not even taking a guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Zori Bliss. Zori, that's right. Yeah. That is correct. If she was in game, I would remember because obviously it would be drilled in my head. She is. Oh, I mean, she was in the event, right? Was she? Yeah, she was in the uh, Galactic Legend event. Just not a playable character. We need to get some Zori in the game, man. Right? All right, what is the name of the First Order General in the charge of the fleet at the inn? Zuckerberg. Literally just came to me. Thank God. I don't know. Well, I think it came to me. Well, let's find out. I don't even have a guess. General Pride. P-R-Y-D-E. Yep. yep, that is correct. There it is. Yes, thank God. <laughs> Oh, oh, that would not have come to me. That's just that. Still down one. All right. 
Question eight. Who is operating the Falcon's turret guns during the Battle of Exegol? don't remember if he was operating the turrets, but I'm pretty sure he was on the ship. Maybe I'm completely uh, wrong with this. Give me a second. I'm thinking. I got a guess, but I don't think it's right. All right, what do you got? Finn. Finn? No, he was on that uh, Star Destroyer with uh, Janet. You know what I was thinking, but I wasn't sure. I put uh, Neon Num. Okay. Wasn't Neon Num on the Millennium Falcon with him at the end of the movie? I don't remember. Wedge? He says Wedge Antilles. Really? I thought Wedge was in a, an X-Wing. Interesting. Okay. Right. I did not notice that. Or I don't remember that. Me either. I usually right. only watch mediocre movies once, so. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, question nine. What color is Ray's lightsaber at the end? I have my answer. The fact that I have it this quickly is either good or bad. Not sure which. Well, let's see if we have the same answer. I have yellow. I put gold. There's no such thing as a gold lightsaber. I think a gold Answer nine. Yellow. yellow. Hmm, I'm going to argue that one. Well, so will I, because it would make us tie, and then it would be of more parody the last week. <laughs> hmm. If you win this week, then last next week doesn't matter. I put the actual answer yellow. So, Mythos, it's up to you. It's up to you, friend. Up to you, dude. Yeah. I'm going to research this. There has never been a gold lightsaber in Star Wars history. Yellow. Plenty of yellow. It's it's a type for a ter certain group of Star Wars. I think it's the Sentinels. Is it Sentinels? The guys yes. that come, watched over the uh, the Jedi Temple. Okay, hold on. I googled this question. What color is Ray's lightsaber? Guess what the answer is. Tell, well, first, I want to know who you're getting your answer from. This is uh, from... The website is collider.com. Ray's lightsaber explained from Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Ugh. I, I just searched it just to see what you're talking about. Golden yellow. <laughs> Here's the key. It would still be wrong if you wrote golden. The answer is yellow. <laughs> Listen, there's no use us arguing. Mythos is going to tell us what happens. So That is true. But is, is golden yellow? A, 
I would like to clarify and be very clear about that. According to Collider. According to Collider. So let's just. I'm a big fan of Collider.com. Obviously. 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 All right. Well. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, thanks for hanging out. Uh, oh, that's it? Some quick. Uh, yeah, that was it. Shit, so we tie. Yeah. Oh, uh, again. Me. To everybody out there. As far as we go, go check us out, uh, discord.me slash shattered order. That's where you can catch us all week long uh, when I am not having the work week from hell and Wink is not figuring out how to be a dad. Um, speaking of dads, you haven't said anything this week. How is dad? Oh, um, depends on what day we're talking about, but all in all, improving. They're projecting that he'll be out of the hospital he's in currently this next week. And hopefully by the time we do this podcast next week, he'll be in a rehab facility. Um, Sounds like he might be about three or four weeks from coming home. Um, Once he improves enough to actually get out of those facilities, he'll be coming to live with us for a while. Um, So... There, there might be a point where dad and baby are living here along with two cats and two dogs, and it's a complete and total effing circus. <laughs> I'm so sure. See. I'm sure dad and grandbaby, that will be a good, he'll be happy with that mix. So he would not mind that mix, I am sure. So. <laughs> exactly. Um, so. so, yeah, we'll see. Uh, still improving. Uh, still improving. It's just, just a long road. So we'll see. Makes sense. All right. Well, we'll find out more of what's going on in Swaga next week, more of what's what kind of weeks we've had next week, and uh, all that other kind of good stuff on episode 239 coming at you next week. So thank you all for listening, and we will catch you then. For everybody else that's Ooh, a Patreon. Yeah, oh, oh, you got more. Go. No, for everyone that's else to say. that's a Patreon, yes. don't go to bed yet. We're going to head over to Discord and do the Patreon QA. We got some it's good questions there. And I have also found a a 100-question uh, thing to ask each other uh, in there just to get some more questions rolling. So it should be fun. Okay, okay. So I'll, I have a question for you too, actually. So hey, that'll be fun. Is it about being a dad? Because I, I, I yeah, yeah, it is. Because <laughs> I don't know what f I'm doing. So yes, that's absolutely what it is about. Yes. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, that'll if you are cool. here and you're a Patreon, head over to Discord right after the podcast ends, and we'll be doing the Patreon QA there uh, for everybody else. We'll see you next week for episode 209. Thanks for listening, and we love you guys. Later.